Tuesday night as she tackles tough subjects with her trademark humor and wit. We guarantee you'll be educated, edified, and also entertained. So join us at 8 p.m. every Tuesday night right here on Trailblazers Radio. We're living in a different time. Isn't that what the old folks say? Well, I beg to differ. Because there really is nothing new under the sun. We used to think that this generation was stronger than that of my parents. But after learning where and whom we come from, I realized that this was a false narrative. They fought, bled, and died for the liberties that we take advantage of today. So I changed my mind. We are our grandparents. We are our parents. This is where the idea for uppity Negro apparel and accessories comes from. We are the uppity Negroes that defy boundaries, broke chains, climb mountains, and cross valleys of hatred, bigotry, illiteracy, and oppression. The statement is simple. The cause is never ending. The sound, loud. Say it with me, Kendrick. I am that uppity Negro. Hey, hey, hey. As you can see, I am trying my best to be my own engineer. And, and, and I am trying to be cute. So don't nobody come for me because I'm really trying to be cute because I will be 54, 54 on Thursday. And so I plan on celebrating in my cuteness for the rest of the week. So if you want to talk to me, you're going to have to make an appointment. Real talk. If you don't have anything you want to say, make an appointment with my assistant. I don't actually know who that um, that is, but I like saying it. So don't come for me. So I do have um, a guest scheduled. Um, I'm hoping that she'll be able to come in and talk about her new song and her um, wonderfully budding career. Miss um, Dale Harrison from um, California. So I'm hoping that she'll be able to come in. And if not this week, she'll come in next week. That's how we're going to do it. I'm hoping that um, some of my other Trailblazer um, companions will be able to join me tonight. If not, we're going to be okay. Um, this is going to be a, um, this is a subject that I wanted to um, to um, expound on um, for a minute. And I, But I wanted to get my notes. I have so many notes. I'm pretty sure. That's my phone. I have so many notes. I'm pretty sure that I'm probably not going to get all, get through all of them because I'm going to probably um, go off into some um, not wild and not um, erratic, but just probably go off into the left field and have to bring myself back in case, especially if nobody joins me and um, can keep me in check. So I look cute. I found this today. Um, I did a Goodwill haul. I I acted a dummy in there. I don't know. Jesus had stuff in there for me with the tag still on. Anyway, Look at the sleeves on that. Can you see the sleeves on that? Isn't that the cutest thing? It's a dress. I got to get some boots to go with it. Anyway, so um, the title of this is Witchcraft 101. Um, and this is a take on another uh, podcast uh, on something else that I did um, a while back called The Monsters Recreate. And it was talking about... Um, the way that some parents raise their children. Um, and so I wanted to, to, to um, go a little on the side of that or piggyback off it or however you want to call it. And I wanted to talk about um, witchcraft and the real um, idea of witchcraft. Because I think a lot of people think that witches are just, um, I guess Wicca is like a religion now. And um and I think that a lot of people think that you just, it's just people doing incantations and talking about and, and, and putting spells on people and all that stuff. But that is not, that is not the, that is not witchcraft in, in the sense that I think it is. Um, and I guess some of this is my opinion, um, but I think it, I think that is factual. That's it. I just think it's factual because I think the, the, I think that if a person can make, another person act in a way that is not according to how um, 
that person really is, if another person can make you not like another person because of how they manipulate your mind, I think that if another person can manipulate your mind and have you thinking one thing about somebody and um, or or make you doubt who you are and make you doubt yourself um, because they can uh, have your mind all twisted up. Um, and I'm going to give you some definitions. I'm going to give you some examples and we're just going to talk. And I'm hoping that people will join. I hope people will join me in my comments. I hope that my guests will be able to come on. I hope that my friends from Trailblazers will be able to come on. I know that everybody's going through a lot right now. Um, and I am truly, truly um, pressing my way um, into this because um This is my second birthday without my mom, first of all, um, and holidays um, um, try to push me into um, into depression. Holidays are really hard for me. Um, um, and so it's a seasonal thing. It's called seasonal depression. And I'm really trying to push through. I have um, put on my lip gloss and my lashes and I got on my um, my green contacts along with my nice green dress that I just bought. Let me see if I can stand up and show it to you. I got this from Goodwill today. Isn't this the cutest dress ever? Is this not the cutest dress ever? So yeah, so I got it from Goodwill and um, I went in there and I spent way too much money. Um, but there was no one there to check me. No one there to stop me. So I did what I wanted. And I did. I think I did a pretty good job. And um, I love Goodwill. And most of the things I get out of there have still have the tags on it. So here we go. Um, oh, we got people in the comments. So people in the comments, I got to put my glasses on so I can see. And I still look cute. Look at that. Did you see the dimple? It's, it's, it's trying to come in over there but yeah okay anyway um happy birthday thank you thank you it's coming it's coming it's coming i don't know who this private dating chat girl thing is but i am going to um i wish i had my engineer here uh because i need to get rid of that yeah let me block that user um so yeah i don't know who that is we ain't got time for that so um Thank you. I look gorgeous. I'm cute. Thank you. I worked on it. Okay. Anyway, so don't, and don't distract me. You're distracting me because now you're making me feel all blushy. All right. So again, this is called Witchcraft 101, The Monsters Recreate. Okay. This is a, a really serious um, subject that I want to talk about. And it's really about haters. It's really about people who hate on other people and in their hatred of other people, what they do is they try to manipulate other, um, they try to manipulate people. Um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to stay sexy, y'all. They try to manipulate people um, so that you don't like them either. And to me, to me, that's witchcraft. To me, that is a form of, of witchcraft because it, it's <clears throat> it's manipulative and it is um, it is um, it is a way to um, to to get into another person's mind to make them think the way that you want to, and it is using the power of manipulation. It is the used is using the power of um, of um, of lies, and I have I have I have so many notes, and I really want to get to them. Um, uh, I think that's Lala because um, she's the only one that calls me auntie. I would love for you to come into the studio if you could. I don't know if I have to send it to you, but um, if you go into StreamYard like you always normally do, you can get in. But if not, you can stay in the comments. I know that everybody has things going on um, and all of that other stuff. So I did some research. And so we're gonna. I'm going to try to uh, stick to my notes. So the first thing I wanted to talk about was the, the etymology of which, of the word which, which is where that word came from. And the uh, one of the definitions of it um, is one thing that I do want you to know is that a witch is, can be a male or a female. It does not, um, it does not have a gender or anything it could be male or female the other thing it has is that um it means that a witch is a person that has a contract or contact with evil spirits okay and um this gives them the power to cause harm to, to cause harm 
to to the people they choose to cause harm to. Because if you want, if you're trying to manipulate somebody into thinking the way you want to and they don't want to do it and you use um, manipulation and you use um, little crafty lying ways to do it, you're a witch. And, And listen, listen, in all fairness, in all fairness, come for me. That's all I'm saying. If you have a problem with me calling you a witch because you're a hater and you've decided that you want to um, flip people's mind on somebody because you don't like them, you're a witch. And you can come on here or you can meet me in my inbox and I'll tell you the same thing. And you're dealing in evil and you're dealing in um, how um, Mary J. Blige said and you're dealing in hateration, honey. You're a witch. You may not do use incantations, you may not use, but you're a liar, you're a manipulator, and you're a hater, and you are a witch because you're dealing in witchcraft. Because what you're doing is you're being disobedient to what God says, which is to love, which is to be there for people, which is to take care of your neighbor, which is to love your neighbor, which is to take care of the widows and orphans. I could go on and on, but y'all know that y'all know these scriptures. And hater, we talking about this. That's the word we use in the hood. So it's a negative or a critical person. That's what a hater is. You're negative. You're critical of others. And you don't have nothing good to say about nobody. But let me, when I go into some of these um, scenarios and some of these definitions, all haters and, and, um, and the criticism and the negativity, some of them use it as, um, and, and, and will tell you they love you. And, and they give you too much love and they give you all of this. And when you decide that you want to walk away from that, you know what they say to you? Well, if I wouldn't have been there for you, you would. Oh, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. And all of this, all of this that we're talking about stems from jealousy, period. It just stem, it stems from jealousy. It's you being jealous or somebody being jealous of you. That's where it's coming from. All right. So jealous. The uneasiness which arises from the fear, from the fear, jealousy is nothing but fear, that another another does or will enjoy some advantage which we desire for ourselves. And jealousy, a jealous person is lazy. A je- I can say that because if you if you really wanted something that somebody else had and you really wanted to live the life they had, you would work for it yourself. You're lazy. You lazy and you you want what you want, but you want it given to you because I'm because the other person probably had to work hard for what they got. But you don't see it that way because you think they got it easy. So you a hater and you jealous. But all of this comes from fear. It comes from the fear of somebody having the advantage over you and you not and you don't want them to. Jealousy can lead to manipulation of the one we are jealous of or to those who surround the one we are jealous of. Because either you're going to to try to manipulate the person that you're jealous of or you're going to try to manipulate the people that are around the person that you're jealous of. You're going to try to get them to start thinking the way you think. You're going to start trying to get them to turn their back on them. It's, 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 It's fear. It's fear of not reaching your own goals. It's fear of not becoming who you think you should be. It's fear of people not accepting you for who you are already. It's fear of not getting the help that you need to get to where you got to get to. When all you have to do is back up from the situation, turn off the 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 mindset that you're never going to have anything and you're never going to get what you want because they stepped in front of you and they took your spot. And start to work on yourself, start to do better, start to think of ways that you know that you can um, advance into whatever you want to advance into. Okay, so manipulation is coercive or unethical behavior driven by controlling another person. That's what manipulation is. You want to control how people think about another person because you hating on that person. You're a witch because you're using evil 
to try to make people think evil about somebody who they don't have no, no idea that, about that. You ever had somebody come up to you and y'all talk or whatever for the first time? You've known them for years or whatever. And they come up and start talking to you and they go, man, I know you was like that. And then I want to, sometimes I want to ask them, what do, who, did, why did, who did you think I was? Because that's when you, that's when you figure out, oh, wait a minute. What did you hear? Somebody said something to you about me and you believe that. And now that you know me for real, you realize that's not who I am. That's not me. That's not me. And that's that right there is manipulation. That to me is witchcraft. That to me is when you use your um, powers of persuasion, of coercion, your, your mind of jealousy and hatred. And you use that to turn other people against me. To me, that's witchcraft. It's not about giving incantations and calling on the devil and all of this other stuff. It's That's what witchcraft is to me. Because you're walking in total disobedience. And the Bible says that disobedience is worse than witchcraft. I'm just telling you, that's what it say. I didn't write it. Manipulative tendencies can pop up in any relationship. Any kind of relationship, whether it be friendship or romantic relationships or siblings, parent, manip manipulative tendencies can pop up in any relationship. In other words, these are the monsters that we create in ourselves. We create those monsters in ourselves. It can be subtle and effective, but more dangerous it is. It is hard to detect when the manipulation is when the, when, when the manipulator is good at it. That's the most dangerous kind of person. The most dangerous person, the most dangerous jealous person, the most dangerous hater, the most dangerous witch is the ones that you can't detect. The ones that are so good at it that you never know that that's what they're trying to do. And they done weave, they, they worm their way into your life and you just, and, and you haven't, you didn't even see it coming because they so good at it. They've honed their skills. They're good at their craft. There are some tactics of manipulation and I'm going to go over them. Okay. Let me see if I'm, wait a minute. I got two pads going on. So let me, let me go to my second page first before I get into that. Okay. My second notepad. Friendships could possibly be one of the greatest gifts of God to find a friend to find, a, a, even if that friend, friend is your sibling, even if that friend is your mom, even if that friend is your dad, to find a friend who is loyal and who loves you is one of the greatest gifts of God. Because then you have somebody that has your back. The Bible said that there was no greater friend that would lay down his life. And that's what Jesus did for us. So to find a friend, oh my God, for life? Oh, it is it's a search, honey. I it's a search. We search our entire lives for companionship, love, and loyalty. It is something that we thrive that even though people say I don't, you know, I don't want no friends, and I no, we we strive for our entire lives looking for a friend. Thank you, Quint. Looking for a friend. We, we look, we're looking for somebody to be loyal to us. We're looking for somebody to be a companion to us. We're looking for somebody to love us with no strings attached and no conditions. And they'll take us in our weakest and they'll take us when we get in our strength. And that love for us will never change. We'll search for that our entire lives. It's something that we won't, we'll give up on romantic love before we give up on trying to find a friend that is a companion that loves us and is loyal. But the search can be a source of great pain. Having a friend like that and then being betrayed by that friend. Oh God. That's a pain that, that a lot of people have and it is it's unbearable. Because just as strong as that love is for that person to be to be betrayed by that person is the worst feeling in the world. And so, yes, we search for it. Yes, we want it. Yes, it's this thing that we want. But listen, that search can be a source of the, one of the greatest pains that we can have. 
And that's why a lot of people, once they get hurt like that, they don't want to deal with it no more. There is no pain like the pain of betrayal of a friend, a family member, or a spouse. The question then becomes, how do we deal with this kind of pain in a Christian way, in a good way? How do we deal with this pain in a way that it doesn't make us bitter, that it doesn't make us mistrust everybody, that it makes us turn our back on the world, that it makes us turn into ourselves, turn inward and and don't want to deal with nobody? How do we deal with this pain? And I'm going to tell you, this is a question that I have, and I have no answer to that. Because I'm still trying to deal with it. I feel betrayed by by my family. And I don't have an answer for you. But if you have one for me, by all means, join me. Because I don't know how to deal with it in a way that does not make me angry. That does not make me bitter. That does not make me sad and want to just not do this anymore. And not contact them and just give up on them. When I know that is not what God wants me to do. He doesn't want us to give up. He wants us to keep trying. But my God, it hurts, doesn't it? Jesus. With our mind, soul, and how do we do this and deal with it? With our minds intact, with our souls intact, with our trust intact. I don't know. I said I wanted to do this show because I wanted to talk about it. But I don't have an answer to how do we deal with it. Yes, we pray. Yes, we keep trying, but how? I don't have an answer. I don't know. I honestly don't know because I'm still dealing with it. I haven't been healed from that. I haven't been delivered from it. And that is my confession for tonight. I don't know. I don't know how to do it and still be Christ-like. I don't know how to do it and still say that my mind is 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 where it's supposed to be. I don't know how to do it and say that my soul is going to be okay. I don't know how to do it and say that my trust is intact because it's, it's truly not. It's truly not. A good friend defined by Donna Jones who wrote an article about um about this subject, uh, about the subject of being friends, is that a good friend, um, a good friend propels you to be the best version of yourself, the one that God had in mind when he created you. That is what a good friend does. They, they push you to be who you're supposed to be, who God created. That's what a good friend does. Um, I'm trying, I'm sorry. I'm trying to send, I thought I sent this young lady the link, but, um, that's what a good friend does. And so they're with you when you're at your lowest and they are with you at when you're at your highest. That is what a good friend does. I'm sorry. Hold on just a second. I got, she has the link. I don't know. She just has to hit it. Yeah, because when I hit it, it comes up, I think. Nope, it doesn't. I don't know why it's an error. Maybe because it's on my phone. But she needs to hit that, I think. But anyway, um, so that's what we have to do. We are we have to stick with, um, we have to stick with our friends and um, when they're at their lowest and then when they reach their um, potential of who they're, they're supposed to be, then we are supposed to be with them. Then um, I haven't noticed some people having good. Wait a minute. I haven't noticed some people having good friends, but don't know how to treat them. So it becomes the friend that is hurt. I have no I have noticed some people have good friends but don't know how to treat them. Okay, I see what you're saying now. So it becomes the friend that is hurt. And but um but all of that what what I'm saying and I agree with you. I agree I get you baby. Um I agree with you. I agree with you Quint. And that is that is what happens sometimes, but this is the thing also. It but this is the thing also um uh let me hold on a second. Hold on a second y'all. Go to 
Trailblazers. Or, or YouTube. Um, I'm I'm not sure why she's not able to get in. So yeah, so uh, but all of these things um, happen because all of this comes about because of fear. It comes about um, because of fear because maybe that friend thinks that. Um, what I'm not talking about is about um, how people are treating how another friend treats another friend. What I'm talking about is the, is the friend that is being manipulative. I'm talking about the friend that is being jealous of another person. Cause some people treat people bad because that's just how they are. Not that that's an excuse, but because people have let them get away with it for so long, that's how they treat them. You, you, you let them yell at you that first few times and you didn't say that they're going to keep on yelling at you. You let them walk in your house and, and talk to your children and you all kind of way, then they're going to do it every time. But I'm not talking about that kind of hurt. I'm talking about the hurt that comes along when your friend becomes jealous of you because you got a promotion on the job and they thought they should have got it. And so they want everybody else in your circle to not like you. So then they start um, using these little manipulative tactics that I'm going to talk about in a little bit to um, make everybody else feel the same way they feel the same way they do about you. To me, that is witchcraft. To me, manipulating a person's mind with lies and treachery and deceit is witchcraft. And it is a monster that you created within yourself. And I agree. Maybe they weren't a friend. But I also disagree because maybe they were a friend. People change. People uh, change and um, circumstances change. And they, maybe they, maybe as a, maybe um something that happened in their life and they just lost their confidence or their self-esteem i'm going to talk about that in a minute too i don't think that every time something happens you can say well if they was your friend from the beginning then they because i think i think that maybe people do start off as friends what if it's siblings you can't say well they wasn't your brother anyway you see what i'm saying because they they were your biological brother they just turned on you and so sometimes people just turn on you not because they weren't your friend at the beginning. They might have been your friend at the beginning. Maybe there was an unresolved issue that y'all that you thought was resolved and it wasn't. And they didn't know how to broach the subject again. And they let it fester. And so that friendship changed. So I'm not, I can agree on one side where you said maybe they weren't a friend from the beginning. But I can also say maybe they were. And there was uh, circumstances that made them not your friend no more. Okay. So, um. So being a, being a good friend, there are, there are, I have four, um, I think I only have four. Yeah, I only have four um, ways that you can tell that your friend, that you have, that you're a good friend. Be the friend you wish you had. That's one way you can do it. If, if you be the, if you be to that person, what you want somebody to be to you, y'all shouldn't have any problems in your friendship because you're treating them the way that you want to be treated. Believe in them so they should that so believe in them so they should believe in you. If you believe in their dreams and help them push theirs and they help you push yours, y'all don't have y'all shouldn't have no issues. There should be no hating. There should be no manipulation. There should be no jealousy. There should be no fear that you're gonna have more than me. Handle your pain in a healthy way. I just was talking about that. If your friend hurts you and 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 uh, and y'all having a little riff, make sure that it's truly resolved. Make sure they're not just saying, girl, I love you. It's okay. No, have the conversation. Have the real conversation. Don't just say it's okay if it's not. And that will keep that will keep the seeds of jealousy. That will keep the anger. That will keep the seeds of those things from growing and festering into something nasty. Understand where you stand in the other's life. Stay in your lane. Wherever you are in that person's life and, and um, that's where they want to keep you, then stay in your lane. I used to have a friend that I thought I was that friend. I thought I was that friend. And then they would go places and do things and all this, and I was never invited. And I had to come to the real realization. Um, I'm not that friend. 
And so I had to learn how to stay in my lane. Yeah, oh my God. When I tell you I used to cry and I tell you that it hurt, it did. It hurt really bad when I found out, you know what? You're not that, you're not that particular friend. You're not that friend. It hurt my, it hurt me real bad. But I learned how to stay in my lane and then it stopped hurting because I realized I'm not that friend. Hey, there you go. I'm glad you got in. Thank you. I'm glad you're here, um, Michelle. Um, so yeah, I, I wasn't that friend. So I had to learn how to stay in my lane. If you learn how to stay in your lane and know what kind of friend you are, I used to talk about this. I talk about this all the time. No. When, stay, the first thing they teach you when you driving when they when you start driving a truck is to stay in your lane. That's the first thing they teach you. That's the first thing that they teach you is to stay in your lane. And so that's what I learned how to do. And when you learn how to do that with friends, family, co-workers, anything, you'll you'll save yourself a, a lot of pain. You'll save yourself a lot of heartache. You will save yourself a lot of sleepless nights. Stay in your lane. Know what kind of friend you are. You should have friends in your life that cover every facet of your life. Because you're not no one-sided person. You, there are many facets to you. You should have a friend to cover every part of your life. Somebody should be able to cover that part of your life. You should be covered in that. You should be spiritually, emotionally, mentally. Honey, you better be financially covered. You better have somebody you can borrow 5 or $10 from until you get your paycheck. I'm serious. When you find who that person is and what lane that you're in with that person, you shouldn't have no problem. There'll be no jealousy. There'll be no hatred. There'll be none of these things. But people who think that you have taken their place or you've stolen something from them or, or they've done so much for you, but you didn't do the, you didn't do the same thing for them. And then they start manipulating other people by telling them, girl, if it wasn't for me, she wouldn't have that witch. You, and I'll say, I will tell you to your face, come for me. You're a witch because you're manipulating and you're, you're, you're uh, coercing people and you're going, you're getting into other people's minds. That is not God-like. That is not Christian-like. That is not Christ-like. That is not anything that has to do with anything but witchcraft and disobedience because you couldn't, you, that don't have nothing to do with love and you're a witch and you created a monster within your own self. There are, here are some of the tactics of manipulators. They do guilt tripping. This is when someone tries to make you feel responsible or guilty for your actions or your decisions. You've decided I'm not going to drink no more. I'm not going to get high no more. I'm going to I'm going to go home after work and I'm going to work on myself. And they and the, your hater or your the person that's trying to manipulate you because they want you to stay in the lane that they put you in, girl, you ain't got to go through all that to change. Be you. You always been this way. You and then when you do do it anyway, they tell you, well, you just think you better than everybody else now. You used you, you've changed. Manipulation, witchcraft, because that's what it is. Don't allow anybody to put you in a lane that you don't want to be in. You choose your lane. You drive at the speed that you want to drive. You don't have to keep up with nobody. Keeping up with the Joneses will have you with a flat tire on the side of the road and no, no AAA here. Then there's the obvious lying. They often just outright lie to gain control over the other person. They will lie on your name when the truth will do. And the thing about a manipulator is they're so believable because they'll start off with the truth. Then they'll twist it in the middle. Then there's flattery. This works when it is hard to tell the difference between a compliment and an insult. You know who good at that? Southern women. We got Southern women got that nice, nasty thing, honey. They will tell you off and then, and then, and then in the sweetest voice known to man. Do you know what they'll tell you? Y'all come back now, you hear? We have, we have, we have 
put a spin on just nice, nasty. We, especially Southern black women, we can insult you and you wouldn't even know it. We can say things to you and you will think it's with that we complimenting you. And it's just a, it's just something that we that we have um, honed our skills on is what is some we just know how to do it. Projection. When one person claims in an emotion they are feeling is actually being experienced by someone else, causing drama that but this is a person that causes drama, but blaming someone else for the drama. That's when people project their feelings onto you. When they feel some way and then they say, no, that's you. Why are you mad? And they're the ones that are mad. And you trying to think in your head, what are they talking about? And they can convince you that you're the one wrong and they're the one right. Manipulation. Witchcraft. This is the one I don't like the most, and it's moving the goalposts. You will never be able to please them or pay them back for all they think they have done for you. This is the person that makes you that tries to make you feel like you owe them for whatever they've done for you. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter how much blood you give, no matter how, how you've opened up or whatever for them, it's never going to be enough. Every time you think you've reached a part, to, gotten to a point where you've paid them back for the things that they've done to you or done for you, they move the goalposts. They move. They they move the um the landmark of where you thought you, this is this is gonna be it. I already paid her back the money. I watch her kids every time she get you know. So now how do I? When do I get to move on with my life? But you don't because they feel like what they did for you got you where you are. And so every time you think I done paid them back, they move the goalposts. That's the hardest thing for me because I, I have allowed people to continue to move the goalposts when I thought, okay, I've done everything I can do for you. So now let me move on so I can get me in order. It's hard out here. It's hard. And the question again, the question again, I got to look at it again. The question is this. How do we deal with this kind of pain in a Christian way with our mind, soul, and trust intact? And I would, I would, I would love for somebody to give me an answer to that. I really would because I don't have one. I have no idea. I'm almost done. So then we have triangulation being bring another. And this is triangulation is just bringing is that is just bringing somebody else into the, into the foolishness, bring another person into the discussion. Instead of just trying to work on it, the issue with you, instead of just working on the issue with you, they bring somebody else in and now you being double tag. Now you being tag team. And this can make you question yourself unjustly. So now you got two people telling you you're wrong instead of one. When all at the when all of the time it's that one person manipulating the mind of the other person. Now you got two people telling you wrong, and you think you laying in the bed at night, can't sleep, thinking, "What did I do? How did I get like this? Where did I go wrong?" Witchcraft. And we, and we let people manipulate us like this all the time. I don't know how to stop it. The only way I can, I can say on how to stop that is to call people out on their bull. I'm trying, y'all know I'm trying to stop cursing. You got to call people out on their bull. You got to call them out. The only way to stop a bully is to call them out on it. Only way you can stop a person from being in your lane and manipulating you is to call them out on it. Because that's the only way I know how to get to somebody. When somebody says something and somebody says, well, she says that, call the other person on the phone. See if they say the same thing they just said in that, with that same energy and see how that work out. That's the only way I can see how to do it. She says such and such, call them on the phone 
and see if they have that same energy when they explain what they just said that they said. That's the only way you'll stop a person from being a bully. That's the only way that you'll stop a person from being a busybody and being nosy. Call them on the phone. Let's have a meeting. That's what I say. Finally, the most dangerous and hurtful is this, fear or violence. They, be, they may begin to threaten to leave you, hurt you, or themselves as a way to keep control over you. This is what narcissists do. Narcissists go through all, most of these things right here, except probably um, not the triangulation because most narcissists work alone. But then when they start threatening to leave you, even though you know in your head, leave, bro, I don't care. But you know you 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 want to hold on to that friend. That's been a friend for that's been a friend. And so threatening to leave you when they at your most vulnerable spot after they made you feel crazy, you don't want them to leave. You want to hold on to them. Or they try to they threaten to hurt you or themselves. Not physically. But I'm just going to tell you. Well, I'm just going to tell everybody what you did. I'm just going to tell everybody what you said. I'm just going. It's manipulation. It's witchcraft. And it's wrong. And it's going on every day. And people are being hurt by it. And people are, are hurting themselves over it. Some of the reasons for manipulation are just to have control over you. Some people get off on it. It don't really mean that to them. They just get off on being, they just get off on being in control of you and watching you flounder around like a fish out of water. And you think people ain't that evil, but honey. Low self-esteem. Seeing you down and seeing you hurt builds up their, their low self-esteem. It makes them feel better as people. Then there's ego. I've heard men say, and I've heard women say it too, watch me watch me take them down to their lowest. Watch me break them down. That's just ego. Personal gain. Some people manipulate you and want to do these things to you and hurt you and, and just to take you out the picture because they want your man. They want your house. They want your car. They want your job. They want your life. And other people do it for a very sad reason, avoidance. They want to avoid um, knowing or seeing themselves in a place of, of shame. They don't want to see themselves in a place of I'm the manipulator or a mean person. They want to avoid who they really are because then they wouldn't have to put in the work. Because you would think people want to work to change, but that's not always the case. Some people want to avoid that. Some people don't want to put in the work to change. They like being exactly who they are. One of the things about um, that I want that I, and I'm very going to touch on it very lightly because I'm almost done. Um, because I don't think my guest is going to be able to make it. And um, hey, Fred is Fred is in. I thought he wasn't going to be able to make it. So maybe he'll come into the studio. Um, but, um, one of the, one of the worst, one of the worst things besides having a sibling betray you is church manipulation. Leaders with unresolved insecurities and traumas or just wolves in sheep clothing and they just evil. Church manipulation is one of the worst and one of the most prevalent in this day and age of manipulation and witchcraft that I've ever seen. I look at some of these part, uh, some of these churches and these part and uh, some of these sermons that some of these people preach, and I am just wondering where they get that word from. Which Bible are they reading? What are you talking about? But they have wrapped themselves and around people's minds and 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 gotten themselves all wrapped up in people's lives. And people just fall for it. Why? Because they have low self-esteem. Why? Because the, the person is charismatic and they and they um and they just have this way of, of drawing people in. 
it's just so sad. It's so sad that we have um, that we have gotten to a point um, that we have gotten to a point um, in our lives where we have um, begin to listen to people who we know, who we know are not honest, who we know are don't have our backs, who we know are just not no good for us. And yet we stay because, because we fear what we don't know is beyond that. We fear what we don't, we fear that we won't be able to, to function without that person. And it's sad. And we do it with people in our families. We do it with our spouses. Hell, we do it with our children. And we do it with our churches. We'll go to a church for years because our mama got our mama paid for a bench. And ain't and we're not learning anything. But would you go to a class or would you go to school for years and not learn anything and just stay there? Then why would you do it at a church? Why would you do it with a family member? Why would you do it with a, a, a friend? Just because y'all been friends for 20 years. And your excuse is, oh, she just like that. She don't mean it. But she do. Let me tell you how. Have you been able to shake her off? Have you have you went after your dreams after she told you that you wasn't going to be able to do that? Is something is is there something that that friend said to you that that made you change your mind about doing something that you wanted to do? Then it's not harmless. Then it's not just her talking. For years, I wouldn't do I wouldn't do things that people did not I didn't get approval from from the people that that loved me or I thought loved me. Or they did love me and I thought now they and I thought I would lose their love if I decided that I would go in the opposite way of what they wanted me to do. And so in that way, they weren't the ones that were manipulating me. I had I had created a monster in myself. I manipulated my own mind into I projected what I felt. I projected what I felt about myself onto them. And they never felt that way about me. Isn't that crazy? Wow. And so you have to come to a place in yourself where you have to admit to yourself. Am I the one that is, am I the one that is using witchcraft on myself? Am I the one that is making me not get what I need to get because I'm projecting my insecurities and my thoughts about how unworthy I am and my thoughts about how far I'm supposed to go in life onto other people? So then the question becomes, if I'm the one hurting me, then how do I stop hurting me? How do I do what, uh, how do I um, change how that song, that Leandria songs look, deliver me? How do I change how I make that makes me feel? I don't know. Because yes, I pray. Yes, I talk to God. And yes, I know that he's going to deliver me. But there's something I have to do. Because there's no need to act. There's no need to ask for deliverance if I'm going to continue to walk in my own insecurities. If I'm going to continue to walk in my own um in my own um idea of how far I think I'm supposed to go in this lifetime. Because I do. I drive through neighborhoods. I drive through this neighborhood where I'm staying now. And I think to myself, I'm, I'm not, I guess I'm just not supposed to get a house like that. You know what I'm saying? I guess, you know, I, 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 I'll just, I'll settle for, I'll settle for an apartment. And because I don't know. This was not supposed to be this kind of night. <laughs> but I mean, 
this is the these are the kind of conversations that we have to have and we have to have them with ourselves and we have to be honest we have to be honest about who we think who how do we think about ourselves we have to be honest about what do we project onto others when it's not them thinking it but it's us how do we stop hurting ourselves how do we keep ourselves um and our souls and our minds Stayed on Jesus. Stayed on positivity. I don't know. I don't know. I wish I knew. I wish I knew the answer to that question. Because if I did, I would be having the greatest breakthrough tonight of all time. <laughs> I would. Um... But these are the discussions that people don't want to have. These are the things that people don't want to talk about. You know why? Because a lot of people don't like to, to, to appear weak. But like I told someone the other day, in your weakness is where, is where God shows his strength. Because when you in your weakness, you have to act, you have to call out for help. And that's when he comes in. And so what's wrong with admitting that I have low self-esteem? Not because I'm complaining and not because I'm wallowing in it, because I need to confess that thing so that when so that I can once I confess it, I can fix it. Don't manipulate yourself. Don't create a monster within yourself that keeps on talking to you. Yeah, yeah, listen. I know we have scripture. I know we have friends. I know, but those thoughts come. You're not pretty enough. You're not going, you're not strong enough. You're not going to beat this. You're always going to be where you at. You, you can't, the, the thoughts come. And sometimes you can beat it off. And sometimes I can't. Though there, those are days, there are days I can't. I heard another um, Instagram person talk about this exact thing the other day. And I was so, I almost, I lost myself in his conversation because this man was saying words that I, that, that were my words. And the only thing I could do was cry and think, you know what? I'm not by myself. There are other people that are, that, that exude confidence and exude, I got it all together. And they don't. They don't have it all together. They're still searching. And once we begin to admit these things that, and, and, and admit that, you know what, well, I'm human. Our lives will change. And you can change somebody else's life. Because now they know that whatever they're going through, they're not by themselves. And that whatever they're going through, and you, if you if that person could come out, then they can come out of it too. This was not an easy subject for me to talk about because I knew that at some point I would I would internalize this conversation, that I would be the subject of, of said conversation. Because that's what I do. I project how I feel, the negative things I feel about myself onto other people saying that that's how they feel about me. And I don't ask them if that's how they feel. I don't try to, to um, get the true reason. I mean, I've, and that's not true because I have asked certain people, do you think I'm, or you think I'm this or, you know, or whatever. But thoughts of inadequacy and worthlessness and all of these things, we all have these thoughts. We all have moments of self-doubt and insecurities. But I say this to you, trouble don't last always. It's not a cliche. It just doesn't. It doesn't last always. 
Insecurity doesn't last always. You don't have to stay in the space that you're in. You don't have to stay in the spot that you're in. And you don't have to beg nobody to help you come out of it. Just ask. Be positive. And I'm telling you something that's hard. Because being positive and pushing yourself out of out of a dark room to, to shake yourself out of something, that ain't... Bruh, sis, that is not easy. It's not easy. And it doesn't get easier the more you do it. But what it does is it shows that if you can do it one time, you can do it again. And that's one thing I can say. I can People can say all kind of stuff about me, and they will. And they have. But what they can't say is I'm a quitter. Because as many times as I've been down, dusty and dirty. They can also attribute the fact that I've always gotten up. Sometimes it takes a little longer. Sometimes I got to push a little harder. Sometimes I got to break through barriers. But I'm not a quitter. And you shouldn't be either. Just admit what you what's going on in your mind and in your world. Even Just admit it to yourself. If you're weak, if you have low self-esteem, if you feel if you feel worthless, if you feel like nobody's truly your friend or whatever, and then talk to whoever you think your higher power is. I don't care if it's Bugs Bunny. Talk to whoever you think your higher power is and tell them to give you the strength to, to, to shake it off. And it may not come when you want it. <laughs> I sound like a preacher, but honey, it's going to come right on time. And you will pull yourself up. You may not have the straps on the boots to pull yourself up by. You may not have the boots. But keep on walking. Keep on walking. You'll find them. And you'll find the straps too. And you're going to be all right. We all going to be all right. I know. Listen to me. I know it seems like the world is falling apart. And I know it feels like everything is just breaking. But there's a song out and I did a whole show on it. Something got to break, but it don't have to be you. Something got to give, but it ain't got to be you. Stand on what you know. And if you only know one, listen, I got a prayer I do and it's the quickest and the simplest. Thing, and I'm, I promise you, it make me feel like it do when somebody pray for, for 30 minutes. And that's a, this, this is the prayer. And you can have it for free. Fix it, Jesus, like you said you would. Amen. Because that encompasses everything. Fix everything. Especially me. And I promise you, I promise you that positivity and, and, and what y'all call it, the energy and the universe and all of those things, which I think is God anyway. It's going to come into alignment and your life is going to be so much better. This is coming from somebody who's still going to chemo. This is coming from somebody who's trying to fight to get her edges back. <laughs> this is coming from somebody who lost both her breasts, her mama and her kidney within three months of 2021. It's going to get better. Yes, it's going to hurt. Yes, you're going to have to crawl through the muck and the mire. Yes, you're going to have, it's going to stink. And you're going to hate looking at yourself. Sometimes I look at myself when naked in the mirror and I'm just disgusted. But I know it's going to get better. I know that somebody got it worse than me because somebody didn't live through it. And I tell you, it's going to get better. And I'm telling you that when it ain't even better for me yet. I tell, I say that to you when I'm still going through, I'm telling you that when I'm in such a state of depression right now, that I'm fighting through this show and I'm fighting to get up in the morning and I'm fighting to go to church and I'm fighting to just do my hair and I'm fighting to, to try to look decent. But I promise you through all of this fighting, through all of this, this, um, this this witchcraft and, and and manipulation that I'm doing to myself, that God is on the throne, honey. I don't doubt it. 
that he is doing exactly what I, listen, I'm exactly where he wants me to be. I don't like it. It don't feel good to me, but it keeps me humble. It keeps me, it keeps me at his feet where I'm going to get everything that I need. And all you got to do is come on down here with me. Come on and take this journey with me. Let's learn. Let's let's learn how to not manipulate our manipulate ourselves. Let's not let's learn not to 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 let's not let's learn not to be witches to ourselves. Let's learn how to 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 um to to um to push ourselves on the mountaintop. Let's not wait for somebody to give us a word. Let's not wait to, for for somebody to give us a, a encouragement. Let's pat ourselves on the back over the littlest things. Because just getting out to bed this morning, I said, girl, you better go. I got in my car and did what I had to do. I said, oh, I did it. I'm moving. And I didn't cry till just now. But I mean, I didn't cry today. And I made people smile. And that was my goal. And so that's it. And so... um. You know, no one came in to join me tonight, and that's okay. But um, but we're gonna. But I'm done. I'm done. And um, I enjoyed the show like I always do. And um, and I'm done. So we done for tonight. And I want to thank everyone that came in to watch the show. I want to thank the few people that um gave comments. I said what I had to say. And I accomplished the goal that I wanted to accomplish. And I hope that somebody got something out of this. So from the takeover, we're out of here. Everybody have a good night.